Welcome to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. We'll talk clinical scenarios, interesting Absite facts, and interesting general surgery knowledge. Now, let's get to it. Hi, and welcome back to the Absite Smackdown Podcast. With you today, as always, is uh, Jessica Rizzo, our host. And hi, Jessica, how are you today? Good. <laughs> how are you, Dr. David? Jessica, I'm doing great today. Thanks for the opportunity to do the intro. I really appreciate that. I'm getting better at it. Today's episode, guys, is all about the absite as usual, but this time it's about whether the absite should be pass-fail. And I think that's a timely question because as Jessica and I were just talking about before we went on air, the USMLE has recently gone to pass-fail. So Jessica, what do you think? Well, I only know a little bit about it because I was reading the article that from September 20th, and it was saying that people are really divided over it, whether they think it's a good or a bad thing. Um, it puts a lot of focus, and a lot of pressure on that step one and getting into the residency program. So I'm just curious how that would apply to the app site and what changes you think it would make. Um, well, Jessica, when the uh, USMLE went to pass fail, residency directors, especially in general surgery, we all said, oh my gosh, because one of the things we look at, by no means the only thing, is right. the ability to perform to a certain level on USMLE step one, because it's been correlated in other studies with how you do on other exams, like whether you're eventually going to pass your board exam, et cetera. And it gave us one of many tools we use to narrow down our applicant pool. By no means was it the only one, and by no means was there just one set score that we would look at and say, well, anybody beneath that score, we're not just going to look at them. But it was one important tool in our arsenal. And, mm -hmm. you know, making the USMLE pass fail, it took that from us. So you're right. The community was divided. So with so much focus being on that with the residency programs, they're saying that this choice not that it's super helpful for y'all's mental health, health anyways, but that it's causing a lot of mental health issues and stress within the students and that it is detrimental. I mean, that's one side of the argument. What is, what do you think about that? Well, I think a couple of things. First, let me say that the original intent of the absite, just like we say in the early absite Smackdown video course lecture, the original intent of the absite was to tell us as program directors how good our educational program is for the residents. What are we doing? What do we need to do? And I think a couple of things, the author of a recent article that you talked about September 20th, will probably include the link in the blog or the transcript, mm -hmm. but that article runs us through the idea that, well, going to pass fail on the absite would return the absite to its original intent, which is to tell program directors how well they're doing. I don't completely agree with that argument. And the reason why is having a score. Bless you. <laughs> thank you. Having a score for the absite really helps us to know in an individual resident where they're progressing. So mm -hmm. I think making it black or white, go stop, yes, no, pass, fail, doesn't really give me a sense across all residents how they're progressing over time, uh, where they are in terms of how much of the body of knowledge they've mastered. Mm -hmm. So a score can be useful for that because it shows me like in gradations how they're doing. I think black and white is a little tough. So that's one factor we disagree with. And the next, I maybe this is a little bit philosophic. I don't want people 
to be so stressed they can't perform. I don't want that. Right. However, there is the classic Yerkes-Dodson curve. Um, Yerkes-Dodson is a curve that talks about performance and anxiety. And there's some correlation where just a little bit of anxiety or just a little bit of being hyped up, even if you don't want to call it anxiety, mm -hmm. gets us to peak performance. And then we can go too far. As surgeons, I think one of the important things we teach beyond just the facts and the curriculum is how to deal with challenging situations, how to manage difficult things. So if we say that a test is putting too much stress on our residents and we just have to make it pass fail and it's just too hard, something about that doesn't sit right with me. That does not mean, I wanna be really clear that I think residents should be stressed out, you know, exhausted, completely depersonalized in a place where they can't learn or be effective surgeons. I completely disagree with that. But performance requires an optimum amount of stress to grow. The Absite Smackdown Podcast. Visit the Smackdown at absitesmackdown.com. And right. I think having a test uh, that is challenging in some ways uh, can really be useful for that. So those are my, that's my take on that part. So it's like a healthy medium because if residents just had everything easy, it wasn't stress, it was just study. Then when the real life situations, life or death situations came into play, they wouldn't be as prepared. So yeah, you don't want them to be completely stressed, to fail, to burn out, but you also want them to feel the pressure to know that what they're doing, what they've chosen is incredibly important because it literally is life and death at some point. So, you know, I didn't want to hang those I guess, sort of that much drama on it, but I, I, I'm dramatic. <laughs> but I agree with you. The headline is there's an, and the way I say it is there's an optimum amount of stress that it takes to grow, whether you're mm -hmm. playing sport, learning a craft, becoming a professional in surgery. You know, these are already doctors. They've already dealt with a lot. Mm -hmm. They've gotten into medical school. They've dealt with all the challenges of medical school. And now we're asking them to be able to study for a test effectively while in their profession and while they're learning their body of knowledge and while they're learning about the practice of the art and science of surgery. So even when I was a resident, I would not, I feel, have gone along with just make the exam pass fail. I mean, I would have, right. of course, but I, it wouldn't have resonated with me as much right. of the idea as, you know, you're going to study for this test, you're going to take it, you're going to see how you do. Uh, because it helps you grow as a professional. Um, that's my take on it. Um, mm -hmm. I see where the author of this particular article is coming from. I really do. Uh, but I take it because I bring the coaching mentality to it with residents. I think there's an optimum amount of stress. Too much is just terrible uh, for growth and makes people shut down too little and they are underperforming and they won't learn where they need to be. So there's some amount of uh, stretching, you know, stretching beyond mm -hmm. what you can do to get you to the next level. And I think that's really important. Hey guys, it's me, your host, Jessica, for Absite Smackdown Podcast. Do you want more content? Then go to our website, www.absitesmackdown.com for links to all of our social media, our blogs, and our podcasts. So I want to make sure that I understand you correctly. Earlier, you said you feel like if they made the Absite test pass fail it would be a reflection on the program directors as educators did i did i understand you is that what you were alluding to no i wasn't clear that's the argument people okay. are making 
for making the app site pass fail. They're saying it returns it to its original intent, which is just to tell the programs, the program directors, and this is just one of the arguments, to tell the mm -hmm. program directors how good a job they're doing, how good the program is doing at educating a residents. And to my mind, making it pass fail doesn't achieve that for me as much uh, if I were in the program director role uh, for a center that had that pass fail test. Okay. All right. I understand because that, how you said black and white and a lot of people are not going to fall into that. They're very gray. And so in some ways it could be a reflection on the program, but in others it could just diminish what they're well, doing. You know, let's say you're in one of the many residencies that graduates three chief residents a year. And one year, everybody passes, the, all the categorical residents pass. The next year, mm -hmm. all the categorical residents pass. One year, one fails. Uh, two of the three pass, one fails. It, it's a 33% failure rate in the program. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean they, did they have a borderline performance every other year? Could you have identified them earlier and brought them up? Mm -hmm. So when I wrestle with it, you know, what it would be practically. And I think about what that would mean practically. I just don't feel like it would work when I was in a program director role. I would be asking myself, what do I do? So the Absite Smackdown podcast, bringing you the best for your Absite review. Okay, so I think we kind of get where you fall on this <laughs> without being too opinionated. And, you know, what do you think at this point? What are the chances that they actually are going to make the absite pass fail? Well, the argument about resident wellness goes a long way nowadays, and mm -hmm. I think it should. I think residents work very hard. Uh, I remember what things were like in the past, and I think things, I think making sure residents are positioned to perform the best they can is a good thing. That argument nowadays carries a lot of weight. So I think the argument of, hey, let's take the pressure off the residents and make the test pass fail uh, because they're, you know, they'll just be under less pressure with that. And I'm not sure they would be, but let's say that's the argument. That goes a long way nowadays. So I think it's possible, uh, especially because the USMLE went that way. I think it's possible that the absite will go that way. Now, remember, Jessica, the absite score has also been correlated with the ability to pass the qualifying exam, the exam that we take as part of mm -hmm. our board certification that surgeons take for the uh, board certification. And it's the written part. The qualifying right. exam qualifies you to take the certifying exam, which is nicknamed the oral boards. Right. So the issue is I will also, I would also lose the ability to determine, okay, this resident is at risk to not pass their boards right. on their first try. It doesn't mean that right. they won't pass their boards eventually. And in fact, even if they do poorly on the ab site or do score less than 35% in any one year, they're still more likely to pass the qualifying exam than not pass it. We put that in one of our blog posts. We did the yeah. math to show based on the results of the study that still, even if you score low one year, uh, you're still more likely to pass the, the qualifying exam than not pass it. Okay, fine. Right. But it puts you at risk. It's a statistical marker of risk. We'll right. lose that if we go to pass fail. We'll have to figure that out again. What does it mean if you right. fail one year, et cetera? So um, I think that's another important factor for all this. Okay. Well, it's definitely a lot to think about and I'm sure we're gonna see more information coming out. 
more studies, more conversations about this as we as we get used to the changes already made. So um, is there anything that you want to add today? Well, to wrap up my take on it, even though I think in some ways it will mean big changes for program directors and programs, I think there's a reasonable chance that it happens. Um, right. I can't predict either way what the where the board will go with it. I really can't. But I can say that it will impact a lot of things, including change the ability of program directors to use um, the um, absite as a tool to help support residents who are prone right. to not pass their uh, qualifying exam on the first attempt. So I'm glad we talked about it. I do think there's a reasonable chance things go that way. Yeah. I mean, it could happen and we'll just see, see if it does. So again, guys, thanks for tuning in today. Um, as always, you can follow us on all of our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and you can always find our podcasts on Apple Music, on SoundCloud, and any other ones you want to tell them about, Dr. David. Well, there's so many places that the Absite Smackdown <laughs> podcast goes. Let's see, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, um, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon, if you didn't say it already. I can't, it's right. it's all over. YouTube, oh, there's yeah. just so many. <laughs> That's right, YouTube, where they can see us as we talk. Oh, all Lord, true. yes. All true. So with that, let me say again, just as Jessica said, thanks guys for tuning in to this episode. Uh, again, we think there's a reasonable chance that it's going to go to pass fail. We're not sure what that'll mean across the board, but it is possible. Mm -hmm. Regardless, we know that this ab site for 2021 is coming up for you soon. And we hope that the different free lectures, the book, everything from the coloring book to the crossword book to the review book are helping you out for it. So with that, we say best of luck. And Jessica, let me say it again today. So thanks. Hashtag Absite Smackdown. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the Absite Smackdown podcast. Visit us at AbsiteSmackdown.com for more great Absite facts.